Hi, I'm Crystal, former school principal, married mother of two, and newly diagnosed ADHDer. Come on my journey where I figure out how to improve my quality of life and my family's. Hello everyone, and welcome to Mom and with ADHD, where we put life tips and tricks to the test against our neurodivergent brains and bring positive light on what we all can do to help raise better quality children while also managing our quality of life. Wherever you are on your journey, it's exactly where you're supposed to be. And I believe we were supposed to find each other today. How do you do your mornings? Do you jump straight out of bed, splash water on your face, smile at the beautiful curls that just fell down off the side of your cheek? Or are you more like me? Do you hit the snooze button enough times to play that game of how far can I push the inevitable to get up and still make it on time while throwing some dry shampoo in your hair and then getting flustered because you can't find two matching socks just to get out the door. If the second resonates stronger with you, you're in the right place. I find no matter how much advice, tips, tricks I'm given, I will always struggle to get up in the morning. One saying that I feel I can relate to and has always made me laugh is, the early bird gets the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. I am, nor will I probably ever be the early bird but I am the second mouse and I do get the cheese. And it's these kinds of sayings that remind me that we're not like everybody else, but there are things that make us special. I enjoy rest and I find mornings to be one of the hardest things throughout my day because I have to start every day with the obstacle of getting up. You go to bed and you know it's gonna be there the next day. So it seemed really appropriate for my first official episode on this podcast to be about mornings. It is definitely not something I'm content with, and I'm still trying very hard to seek out advice and resources to make my mornings easier for myself, but more importantly, my children. You may find that something might excite you to get up in the morning, a new job, something new that's happening throughout your day, and that quickly fades away. Couple that with a little depression and anxiety, and you have a cocktail for staying in bed till 10 10 a.m., I've tried many different strategies given to me through books, podcasts, and friends, and wanted to take some time to go through some of those and let you know which ones have helped me with ADHD mom up and those that I laugh at, and I know my brain will not function or be successful with that strategy so that you don't waste your time with it. Let's start off positively, though. One strategy to make getting out of bed a little easier is to put your alarm clock or phone on the opposite side of the room. Many of us use our cell phones as alarms and plug them in next to our bed because we are on them until we pretty much fall asleep. Don't worry, I won't tell your doctor. But the reality is, it makes it way too easy to play that inevitable game of urgency I talked about a few minutes ago. We just hit the snooze button a few times and we'll eventually get up. By putting your feet to the ground, you are already creating a physical act to get out of bed. Don't get me wrong, it won't always work. Sometimes you will go get your phone, hit the snooze button, and get back in bed. But most days, this strategy has been very helpful. I think my least favorite advice has to be the advice of, you should just get up earlier. It will eliminate all the flustered feelings and give you more time to be able to do the things that you need. And it is by no surprise that someone who gave me this advice was a morning person who does not work the same way I do. If I'm having an issue getting up on time, 
What makes you think that an earlier alarm clock will sit differently with my brain? I'm sorry, but this definitely is not good advice for me. Our tricks have to be so sneaky with ADHD that while half asleep, we forget that we're even playing a trick on ourselves. Another strategy that was given to me was the idea of getting coffee or some type of treat for yourself in the morning. First of all, I've never felt more like a poorly trained puppy when given this advice. But second, I knew it wouldn't work. I like coffee and treats, but there's no Starbies in the world that will motivate me when the lack of motivation to arise is there. And then there's the Disney princess idea. Simply have some birds singing and open the windows, let some outdoor light in. This will surely wake you up. Maybe for some, but as I've transitioned into my 30s, it's been very clear that I have some serious sensory differences from my peers. And because of this, ADHD-induced or not, I have to sleep with earplugs and an eye mask just to quiet the noises and sounds that lead to stimulating my brain all night long. So with that said, you could open all the windows in the house, and my gently shut eyes covered by my silky Victoria's Secret eye mask will not know the difference. I know it sounds I'm kind of being a little negative, but it just seems that people who give these advice don't know that our brains work differently. Heck, half the time, I don't even know how my brain is working. I do know that throughout my journey, small steps have been where I can find the most gains. So if you're like me and set two alarms because you hit the snooze through both of them and you have anxiety before the night that you've got the alarm set that it might not go off, so you set another one, set the goal to just hit the snooze once. You can't build Rome in one day. Allow yourself that one time and then put your feet to the ground. Of course, this is assuming that you're not setting your phone on the opposite side of the room. Celebrate your wins. It is very easy for someone with ADHD to get down on themselves for the simplest things taking so much energy. I've honestly lost count of the times that I've cried to my husband or friends saying, I feel so stupid because I knew it was something I needed to do and it seemed so simple. But the reality is, it wasn't simple. It was simple to those who don't have a neurological difference. It was simple to those whose brain patterning is different than mine. We have to stop beating up ourselves over the littlest things because they aren't the littlest things. I recall sitting with a psychiatrist and apologizing repeatedly for things that I was saying that were difficult for me. And he stuck it to me when he really said, I have dealt with many different people with many different needs. And to many, these are small potatoes. And it was in that moment that I realized the importance of standing up for myself being different. And this is to someone who was trained to support me with my neurological differences. To many, they are small potatoes, but I had to say to him right away, well, to me, these are big potatoes. Stand up for yourself and tell your mind and those that are around you that it's so important that you need patience and celebration of small things and grace as a necessity. My kids know that they have to get their clothes ready the night before. Getting clothes for myself and getting myself ready in the morning is very difficult. And we've just come to accept and I've communicated that that's all I can manage in the morning. They know that I will help them all night long, pick out the perfect outfit, accessories, help them with their hair, lay out their toothbrush, but my focus in the morning has to be on myself. This goes for preparing lunches, getting breakfast ready, packing up their backpacks the night before. 
All of these things have to be done the night before and easily accessible in the morning. It isn't just a Susie homemaker strategy. It really has been a saving grace for where I'm able to just stumble out of the door, but I have my breakfast in hand. Everyone has their lunches, their backpacks are packed. Everyone has on nice clean clothes and they're put together for the day. It gives the time and attention to the things that deserve it when I'm at my absolute best. And I think sometimes that's what ADHD is too. Knowing when to focus on what and when you're at your best to give that to whatever situation it is. Ultimately, like any good parent, the greatest motivation I have to get up in the morning is my two kids. I have watched as the rush of urgency that I personally enjoy brings great anxiety and irritability to my own children. So seeking out help if you can't do it yourself is ultimately the best advice I can give you. At times, my husband knows to call or text me if I'm not responding in the morning. He knows that if I'm whining and complaining about how I don't want to go to work, then I'm probably still laying in bed and that I need to hear some tough love of get your butt out of bed and get those kids going. Surrounding yourself with people who care to do better for you is so important. And make sure you're around people who take the time to recognize that your potatoes are big potatoes.